Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Positive Mindset Podcast, where we work together to raise our vibration, lift our perspective, and build a positive mindset. My name is Henry, and we have got an amazing episode where we're going to talk about getting through physical and emotional pain, you know, building that positive mindset. But we have special guest, Dr. Serena Sterling. She's been on the show before and just has such great, insightful information on how to do that, how to go through that. That's what she specializes in. So I'm really excited about this conversation. But before we get started, we're going to take a few moments to slow down, zero in. We're going to take some deep healing meditative breaths to help us align on the frequency that we want. So go ahead and pick a word. It can be love, joy, happiness, abundance, whatever frequency you want. And when we breathe in, you're going to say that word over and over and over again, really charge that up within you. And then as you're holding your breath, visualize yourself doing something in that frequency. And then once you exhale, anything that no longer resonates with you will leave you and you'll be in a more positive state. So let's go ahead and take a deep breath in. And out. All right. Well, we're going to do another breath. This one is all about alignment, about getting yourself in position to receive the message that you need for the day to uplift you, to get you in that positive mindset. So just imagine that you are surrounded by the most uplifting and positive healing energy that's meant specifically for you. It could have a certain color, a certain taste, a certain smell however you imagine it, when you breathe it in, it's going to charge you up. It's going to loosen up the negativity. It's going to remove the blockages. It's going to get you in flow state. And then once you exhale, it's going to take all of that with it, leaving you feeling refreshed and in a more positive state. So let's go ahead and take another deep breath in. And out. All right. Well, I hope you are ready for a great conversation. I know I am. Let's go ahead and jump into it. Serena, welcome back to the Positive Mindset Podcast. I'm so excited to have you back on. Um, if you're a new listener or you're not familiar, Serena has been a guest before, and I'm going to let her do an introduction, but I'm just really excited about this because uh, definitely a unique history and a unique talent. So Serena, welcome, and uh, you know, feel free to kind of introduce yourself. Well, thank you so much for having me back again. It's, uh, I really appreciate this opportunity. And so for your listeners, I would say that I, I blend a lot of things. I have a clinical background in, I have a doctorate in clinical psychology. I've combined coaching also with mind-body stress reduction techniques to help people quickly identify and release the stuck emotions that are causing people to have chronic pain that's not helped through 
allopathic medicine or even um, emotional pain that hasn't been helped through traditional means like traditional therapy. Um, and I just, I bring in a lot of my training, my uh, education and my background in psychology with more mind-body type uh, modalities. So one of the things that um, just interested me was the mind-body part. Um, you know, we talk about this a lot on the podcast, you know, your mindset and, you know, just how that impacts things, right? How your internal state generally is going to be a reflection of your external state. And when I was reading about you uh, before you came on the podcast the first time, I was like, oh, cool. She does both because I've usually met people that are in one camp or the other. They're very into the uh, Western science of things or they're in more of an maybe it's not Western or Eastern, but they're in, in the more spiritual or energy side of things. And it's rare that you meet people that do both. And that's kind of where I think I find myself somewhere in the middle. And that was what really interested me in, in you and and what you do. And so we actually did a session, um, which is really cool. We're going to talk about that session. So if you're someone that is thinking about, okay, well, what would the experience be like working with someone that um, has the psychology background, but also is going to be working with my energy in a sense, you know, to get the right questions, you know, hit the right pain points and really get that self-discovery. Cause that's what we did, right? It's kind of went through that. Yep. And that's right. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that. And it's it's really, really um, interesting. So there's my story of what we went through, but my wife also did a session as well. Now, she is someone that is dealing with depression. Um, she is, uh, you know, been a stay at home mom, you know, had depression prior to that anxiety prior to that and was treating it and working on that. And then, you know, having kids can sometimes change your hormones and make things worse. And she's tried you know, everything. And I don't want to, you know, just say all of her personal details, of course, you know, that's for her to, she's more introverted than I am. Um, but she did a session as well. And so she's going to share that I'm going to play that at the end of the episode. So you know, if you listen all the way to the end, you can hear her story, but she is someone that is actively dealing with depression, actively um, having like, what would you call that? Like when you have someone that's dealing with depression or dealing with anxiety, like has some kind of, um, I don't want to say issue, but some kind of opportunity to overcome? Like, like, what is that in, in your eyes? And how do you approach that? Well, if I was diagnosing as a clinical psychologist, which I don't, that's not what I am anymore, but that's my background. <clears throat> she definitely has depression going on, but she also has such like a desire to not sink in any deeper and wants to find relief. So her willingness to play all out and try what I had was, I think, really helpful. Like, I, I, it's hard to, to have someone come to me and like anyone and just be like a, a yeah, but the client where you can offer them. All, I mean, even probably in your work, like you can offer suggestions and recommendations. And if someone's like, yeah, but that doesn't work. Yeah, I already know that. Like yeah. that's, you can't get anywhere. So like the willingness to want and desire something different is always helpful. Yeah, the the yeah, but thing is such a powerful defense that um, we all do. Um, and hopefully the goal is to do it less because I actually just did an episode on this where the power of words and your thoughts and how like what you say, how much it impacts you. If you say, yeah, but like you're justifying a reason why you can't do something. And you're definitely not, if there's a 40% chance that you could accomplish it, 
if you say, yeah, but it's a 0% chance now versus if you were in an open you know, conversation. So that's interesting that that's kind of uh, one of the barriers that um, you run into. So, okay, well, let's talk about my experience first. Um, it's, so I've, I've worked with people that um, can do, you know, what would you call, I always called it like the finger test, but it's, um, you know, what, what do you call testing. it? Muscle testing. Yeah. Muscle testing. So if someone's not familiar with muscle testing, can you kind of explain what that is? Yes. So muscle testing is also known as applied kinesiology. That's, there was a chiropractor, George Goodhart back in the sixties, and he developed applied kinesiology. There's also clinical kinesiology, which has more hand mudras, but basically chiropractors, when they do applied kinesiology or AK, they are looking for structural interferences and they can tell by testing your muscle strength like it doesn't always have to be your arm. It could be your leg or somewhere else. Like where is the interference? Where is the subluxation? Whereas what I'm doing is a really basic form of that. And I'm, I'm testing myself to tap into your energy, which I know this sounds crazy, but, um, but it works and it works. You don't have to be in the room. You can be like, you know, on the other side of the world. And basically what I'm looking for is similar, but it's based on emotion. So I'm looking for, where what thought belief or feeling is causing you to be weakened like what is not really okay with your system it looks like a yes no but that's not how I do it I do it because like you could have a middle name that you're like that's your middle name but you're not okay with your middle name do you know what I mean yeah that's funny you picked the name one that's one that's always resonated with me I've got kind of a crazy last name that's always been hard to pronounce and that's why I usually go by the shortened uh, just you know Henry G or something like that and so um yeah no so when you experience something like that um you know I I would say the more open to it the better I think results you can get like if you have someone that's really hesitant I think it's the same with like hypnosis or or really anything if you're going to be hesitant to it it's going to be harder to to work but it it does work. And I think people can come into it. And so let me see what you think about this. So there's somebody listening that's probably thinking, okay, the energy thing, there's, that's not real. Like that's not happening, right? They have that, that belief. But usually those people can at least believe in the placebo effect. Meaning, you know, there's plenty of studies that show where you tell somebody something and you give them like a sugar pill, they still get the same benefit as if it was that thing. Now, whether that's magic or it's your body. Um, it's not chance because we've seen it replicated enough to we know there's a thing called the placebo effect. If you believe in something, like you're going to give it power, right? So if you believe that somebody can connect to your energy, you're going to open yourself up to go into these things that are mostly unresolved issues, maybe that are kind of creating the, was it like a block or what would you say it creates like having something like this? Well, most of it is unconscious. Um, and that's, like if it was conscious, you would have already figured it out and you'd be working on it. But because it's unconscious, often like it's in the body and you can't figure out what it is. And our body speaks to us, but it speaks to us in symptoms and we don't speak symptoms. We speak in a language. So it's basically navigating and um, investigating by asking the body for answers rather than that's why it's very different from a talk it out approach. I still use the talk it out approach, but I have to find the emotion that's getting stuck in the body to begin with. 
So why do you think the bot, like, why do you think that happens, right? Why do we, you know, have maybe a traumatic event or whatever, something happens. Why does it eventually turn into like, it's unconscious. So we're not thinking about it, turn into a, a tick or a habit or um, an ailment, you know, why do you think that happens? I believe it happens because we go through life and there are so many things that, I mean, like, I don't even know the statistic on it, but I know that there is like thousands of thoughts we have every day and some of them are overwhelming and some of them are too difficult to deal with. And so we feel like, oh, I'll just, I'll deal with that later. (laughs) But later doesn't really come because we're always focusing on the next thing. And so it can get stuck in the body and it can come out in physical form, like physical pain. I often see that there are different types of personalities. Sometimes people are introverted, but that's not always the case. It's more of like when you're a perfectionist or you're a people pleaser or things like that can often, um, there's just a chronic tension that people can hold more um, and it can go into all, all parts of the body. But then also if, um, if you're just kind of like overwhelmed and bombarded all the time, but not only like what you see on TV, but also like stress from your family, then it doesn't have anywhere to go. And so you start to accumulate this stress, but if you can't process it and you can't always express like, Oh, you know, my mom really pissed me off today. Like you just start to accumulate the stress and take it on, then eventually like you're going to feel anxious and depressed if you don't process it in some way. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I think that goes into like the fact that everything is, is moving, right? There's not like a solid thing. So everything's like manifesting or a frequency, you know, including our body and, and what it is. And I think, you know, sometimes people wonder then, well, just because you have something wrong or an element, you did something wrong or you're suppressing something. I don't think that's the case. I just think that you can create an issue if there's something wrong, but issues can just also exist, you know, just because they exist as well and stuff. So let's talk about my experience. And um, we did kind of, what would you call it? Like um, not necessarily generic, but a little bit of everything. I mean, is that like kind of experience like the whole thing? Is that what it was? Yeah. Um, Like you didn't have anything really specific to work on. So I was kind of giving you an overview of like, okay, well I can find something. (laughs) Yeah. I can find some, there are certain, there are these vital points on the body through some of the modalities I use. Like there's a brain point and an allergy point and vitamin B and an emotional point. So I was looking initially for like, what are the surface emotions, which are really the emotions right underneath the surface. And then kind of like looking at broader, um, broader ideas to show you what this feels like. So the outcome was that I'm positive and perfect all the time. No, <laughs> uh, no, it was actually, you know, I, um, I tried to be really neutral for this and you probably don't recommend this for anybody, but I um, fasted, I did a water fast all the way to do it. So we did it later in the day, um, just so I didn't have anything in, like any intake there. Um, I did a sage right before, um, like smudging technique right before. And just tried to be neutral um, because I really wanted to understand the process. So I was trying to be in like an observing mode on what that would be. And so, you know, we sat down, we did it through Zoom. So, you know, we could see each other. Is that how you do all of your clients? Yes. I've seen some people by phone, but that was because there was a, something happened to the Zoom, but. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So it was through Zoom, which is, you know, really 
convenient and nice that you get to like see somebody so you connect i know a lot of these things sometimes are just done over the phone and it's just being able to see somebody makes a whole difference and so you know we sat down and i didn't give any information the only time we'd really talked before is a couple of times through email um just like scheduling stuff and then we did our our interview the last time you're on the podcast so you know you don't really know me you don't really know like my history i'm probably if you're listening to the podcast you know me better than you know than Serena did at the time and so you know I was I didn't block anything at least I don't think and it seemed like what what was the first thing you did you kind of went through years in my life is that kind of how we got to that first part where we started talking about uh, I think it was when I was 18 it was kind of where we connected on a spot yeah uh we went back in time to um you being 18 in college and the idea that you were enjoying working more than going to school um, and just like not having a lot of direction and preferring to work at this shop uh, rather than go to classes. So one of the things that like I was feeling on, on my side, like, you know, so you're the, you know, the coach in that sense, kind of watch me, but um, a real strong sense of reflection so, you know, we basically, to me, it felt, okay, we picked this time, we're looking to see what happened. Well, I hadn't thought about being 18 and what had happened during that time, you know, in college or, you know, just that whole year in a long time, unless something reminded me of it. I don't think about that year or really any years in the past. I'm generally looking forward or, you know, developing and, or if I'm reflecting, it's on something recent, you know, it's not generally that far back. And so the reflection didn't stop after the pot, after we did our session, you know, I thought about it more and more and more, but it was really interesting how, um, and I don't want to indicate anything because if you end up scheduling a session, which we'll talk about how you can do that, I, I wouldn't want you to like have any leaders where like, oh, well, they talked about this. So that's what I'm going to mention when, when they talk, but it was really diving in and we uncovered something that um, has mm-hmm affected kind of my mindset on work and entrepreneurship to this day, but it was really kind of manifested or created at 18. So it was really interesting that that came out, you know, then with how I think about how I was thinking about school and college versus an entrepreneur that I was working for at the time and just how that kind of affected my career or my life path, I guess, through it. That's good feedback because that's what the, that's what like, what I find so amazing about some of these techniques is that like, there's no way, like you were saying, like, I don't really know you that well. There's no way that I could have gone back to been like 18. What were you doing at 18? Right? Like, it's more of like, it's that your body can't lie, but we have figured out all these ways to lie because we've figured out what it does for us basically. So even like when I was doing my own therapy as a client, I, have a hard time being vulnerable and I have a hard time um, really feeling in session, even with like a therapist who's trained. And so I'd always like kind of stay a few steps ahead and never really emote. But like with these techniques, it's kind of like it zooms in so fast and figures out what age and what emotion. And it doesn't really leave time to be like, okay, I'm not going to cry today. <laughs> yeah. Just go right to the point, right to the time in someone's life where it was either pivotal or there is like a major thing that happened that can help you identify like, oh, that's when 
such and such thing happened and it led me on a different direction in life. Or I was having, I was really struggling at that time and I kept all my feelings in or whatever it is. It's, it's remarkable how quickly and precisely it gets to the origin of someone's issue. So I think about, uh, this is the way I, I think about the experience and this is a good thing. And this might sound intimidating if you're someone that, you know, wants to, break through something like if you if you feel like maybe it's depression or it's an injury or something that um resonates with like okay I, well I do want to try this out you know I've, I've done every other thing I've gone to the physical therapist I've gone to the regular therapist I've gone to you know this that and the other and it doesn't seem to make a change I do want to try it think about it like this so if your bedroom was like you like your bedroom was basically everything that was was you everything that's in there is everything that you've hid, the skeletons in the closet, like it's, it's there. If I'm here to help you with the situation and you're going to show me your bedroom so I can understand what's going on, in traditional, I think, conversation and therapy and coaching and stuff, it would be you bringing me or Serena into the bedroom and showing me around. And then me trying to figure out from there where uh, there might be an issue as you guide me through it. This other way... Oh, when the air cuts on, I got to let it run for a second so that I can grab that sound and cut it out. So this other way would be basically going in that room with the lights off and then knowing exactly, you know, where something going on is turning a flashlight on to that spot and say, Hey, let's talk about this right here. So you don't have the option, which is a gift. You don't have the option to be distracted by everything else. You're going to zoom in with a flashlight on an area and you're going to have to describe it. So it kind of keeps you on your toes a little bit in one way, but also it's getting right to where a root cause might be. That's a great analogy. Um, that's, it, and it's very true. It's like you can't perseverate and be like, oh, well, I think it's this. I think that this is the issue. And you, you know, like my training, as I've mentioned, is clinical psychology. And that's what happens oftentimes in therapy. I'm not saying one is better than the other. Um, I often refer to clinical psychologists or therapists all the time. It just takes a lot longer sometimes. And sometimes, sometimes it can even in the beginning feel like it's the therapist's agenda. Like, tell me about your childhood. What was it like growing up? Okay, well, what if your issue has nothing to do with that? <laughs> what if it yeah. has something to do with like a colleague at work that maybe has like some impact from someone from childhood, but it's like your stepdad versus like your mom. So like in therapy, you can be going down this road for years sometimes when it's not even like, it's, you're not actually addressing the thing that's really causing the pain in the present. Yeah, I think a lot of times with, things like that. Um, I see it with, with seeing so many things. I see it in fitness, like working with a trainer, going to a chiropractor, going to physical therapist, where like you're going, you're getting something resolved that can carry you to the next visit versus like figuring out how to just be internally how you want to be. I don't want to say fixed, but it's just internally how you want to be. And so that way you can continue on indefinitely without those things. That doesn't mean you can't use those things. You still can, um, but they're not carrying you. You are then using them for your benefit at that point. Um, but so we did this first one and we landed to 18 and there was, so I discovered something in reflecting later that night that came to me. Um, and so it was pretty eye open. I'm not going to get into it on this one, but it was just it was so odd that that, um, I had forgot that that was a kind of like a major thing. Um, but 
then we went to a second age, a little bit older, and this was different. You know, it was um, it was actually when I had gotten broken up with on the second one. So I was like 23, I think was the age or whatever. And we're reflecting on that. So we kind of dive into there. And this is not something that I normally think about. So it wasn't like, oh, well, this was just you know, that breakup haunted you forever or anything like that. I honestly just don't don't think about it ever. Um, and not in like, well, I keep it out of my mind. It just doesn't come up. You know, I'd moved on. Everything seemed okay. But we were talking about what had happened in it and kind of like the reasons that, you know, we ended up breaking up. And um, what was, what came out of it was that, the person wanted to kind of rediscover them. You know, you're, you're young, you're in your early twenties. I think she was like two years younger than me. So she was 21. I was 23. You're trying to discover you, you know, you can sometimes take on personalities of the people you're around or things like that. And so that was kind of the, the reason, but I thought about some of the things that were going on in my life now and stuff and me being a natural, I guess, coach, helper, supporter type person. Um, when I see an issue, I think this is what makes me a good um, leadership coach, um, because of the way a coach is limited in their support, I can help people because I can see a problem, address it, and then I can guide them to fix it and resolve it. But if I'm not your coach and I'm like your spouse or your partner or something like that, I'm around you 24 seven, then I'm going to see your problems 24 seven and try to help fix them or fix them myself 24 seven. And so you end up with someone that might fix all your problems, which sounds okay but it's not because then you forget how to fix them yourself or to someone that might shine light on things that you're trying to improve and so that was a really interesting takeaway that um, you know I just hadn't thought about and so it was really cool to kind of discover those things that I didn't bring up that you went through with the energy readings yeah and I need I need participation I don't you know I had a client once and he was like so angry at me when I did his follow-up because he was like, nowhere on your website does it say you're psychic. And I was like, I'm not psychic. I wish I was. That would help in so many ways. But um, why do you think I'm psychic? And it turned out that like, you know, we were working on his back pain and it went back, like he was in his 60s and it went back to like when he was in his 20s and he was dating two women, but they didn't know about each other. And so he was like, had this side action one who was like passionate and everything. And then like he dated this other, like he ended up marrying the other woman and the, his wife still didn't know about it. Like that at that time that they were getting serious. And um, so he was like, how would you be, have been able to find that? And I was like, well, it went back to an age when you were, you know, feeling not very like honest with yourself or feeling like you had to hide in some way. And that's similar to how you feel now, where you feel like you're old before your time because of this back pain. Like it doesn't have to do with me, like finding something from your past that is, you know, secretive or like only a psychic can find. It's that I can pinpoint a time in your life through these techniques. It's not like, and it's not me. Like I'm a conduit. I feel like if anyone ever, if you go to a healer and they're like, Oh, I healed someone. Like I would say, try to run away from that person yes. yeah. <laughs> because it's coming from ego. And I feel like these techniques that I have combined and learned over time, like are really effective because they can pinpoint like what was going on in your life that may show a pattern of behavior that you now see and recognize in the present. And how can you work with it to be more conducive to what you're going through? 
Yeah, that's definitely it. So great pointer there. If you are going to someone and they talk about how they heal people or they do this, this, that, and the other, um, you know, be wary because uh, as someone that goes through self-improvement, they did the work. Um, they can go to people that coach or facilitate, but they're just showing you what they're basically like perspective lifters. Like they just show you what you need to see and then you have to do it because as someone that does this and, you know, Serena, you as well, you'd know, you could tell someone all the right things. And if they don't want to do it, they're not going to do it. You know? <laughs> so, Absolutely. so if somebody, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I just, I just piggyback on that. Like you can go, you can see a psychic, like a really good one. And they can be like, Oh, this, this, and this. And then you can just like leave that reading and be like, and look forward ahead and not take anything from that reading. Or you can take it and be like, oh yeah, I should maybe do some work around this. Yeah. Well, so, you know, there's, whether you believe in psychics or anything like that, um, I'll say that I have worked with people that have definitely left me believing that they can do what they can do. Um, Some of them are friends, so it's not like, I paid them. They're just people I know. And I'm, they've told me what happens sometimes that they have visions and stuff like that. And sometimes they involve me and they happen. And so, you know, it's, it's definitely out there that those things are are possible, but that's not what you do. And it's not what I do. You know, we, we're more on, on like maybe a, a, a kiss of that, but you know, it's more on like a mixture of both. So if somebody, you know, 2021, well, really, let's say 2022 is really difficult. Um, say you know, you were fortunate enough to not be affected by anything. The world, I think, doesn't feel the same as it did in 2019 for, for most people. We are going about our lives and trying to pick back up and move forward. I think that's what we do is we, we just try to move forward. But there was like this innocence gone or something's changed. Like the world became more violent. It became more, um, I think, like it seems like the love is gone or or maybe the you know belief that it was a nice friendlier place is is gone, and so a lot of people are struggling with those things. How do you you know in your profession or just as a friend uh, you know whatever, how do you see things as they are now, and what do you do to kind of have a a positive or higher you know vibrational take on things? First, I would just say that. I would normalize it, which in psychology speak is kind of like, you know, just, I feel that way at times. I sometimes, um, I mentioned to you that I'm a bit of a nomad right now. And I like have like just traveled all over the place to find my next place that I want to live. And I like, sometimes I'm just like, I miss 2019, (laughs) you know, I miss my former life. And so we're all going through it. It's not, um, if you feel like you're somehow, odd or like you haven't been able to get with the program because you know we're now two years into this pandemic kind of life that we're living like it's totally normal like things are stressful um and I think that in addition to all the things you just said I think it's this trust that has been um not necessarily broken but kind of like we're a little bit wary of like what's coming down the chute and like who do we trust and do we trust the news and like what's going on? And so what helps me personally and professionally is to really focus on 
the good in people and to, um, on one hand, to be wary of the people that you feel are taking advantage of you, um, to like put more of your antennas out, um, than maybe you did before because, some people are not completely honest and you would just have to have that discernment and to work on that discernment, like every day to really get in touch with how it feels. Like if you're kind of like, Hmm, is that a red flag? <laughs> if you have a question about that, it might be. Um, but also to like sit with your body and find out like, you know, you can do a body scan really easily in like just two minutes of just kind of like quiet and do like a grounding exercise, um, some sort of like quick meditation and then try to find out like where in my body do I feel tension um and and get in touch with like every day you could do some journaling around like um everything that made you stressful everything that made you angry that day um just to get that out on paper so it's not circulating around your mind um and I think that like really focusing on personal connections like the connections you have with your family with your friends with your partners with your animals going out in nature, all of those things are really helpful while we're in this kind of this place of not, not knowing of uncertainty. Yeah, I think we're in a place and this is probably due to the transfer of knowledge with internet. Um, We just talked about the news, like, are they truthful or not? I would say most likely most people have a agenda of some sort or another, whether it's positive mindset agenda, whether it's, you know, I want to sell ads agenda, you know, everyone has kind of why they do things. Um, and it's, it's rarely like, oh, I want to do this because it's for the benefit of everybody but me. You know, most people act in their own self-interest. And so what we're in this time, I feel like it is frictional. Like, you know, we can go to our job and things feel pretty normal. And we go to the grocery store other than prices being way up and gas being way up, things like that. Like it feels like this fake normal of what's going on, but what I think is possible for people and for us is to create the future. I think that's the the mistake is that we think someone else is creating it, but it's us, you know, that we're creating this. And so the reason I like working and talking with people like yourself is, you know, you're helping people get to that like true version of themselves, you know, minus the things that happen to them in this experience that cause them not to be that version of themselves, you know, that cause them to be a limited person. Like usually if you, are in a depressed state or an angry state or a hurtful state, all those things, like you're a shell of the version you can be because you're hyper deep in one emotion versus your full roundedness. And you're probably in absence of love. Like if you're in those, right, you don't have that. And this future, and I don't know how I ended up on this topic, but the future can be whatever we create. And so finding things that help you get closer to that love state, the happier state means you're one more person that's creating an average of what the experience would be. So if you raise your level, I raise my level, we all do that, then slowly it could be a future that we all enjoy where we are doing for the benefit of your neighbor more so than the benefit of ourselves. Yeah, I love that idea because you, the energy type of stuff that I do also, like, you know, I I give people the example of the reason some of this works or a lot of it works is because you can walk into a room full of people and no one says anything, but you can pick up in your mind, in your body, whether that whole room is full of like angry people or sad people or happy people. And so like what you said, you know, if your neighbor is really sad, you can feel that you can feel it emanating and the 
more content we are and more connected we are, the higher we're raising each other's vibration. It's good to be around people that you want to be around. Yeah. And so in this place of like, like the fake normal or the uncertainty, um, the more that we can kind of like take out the cobwebs or the things that are like holding us back, or, you know, when you're in a state of like, um, like angst or anxiety, or like, I don't feel really happy today. Like you can feel that. And the more that you can do things like this kind of work that I do with people or your kind of work, or just even like your own work of like journaling and asking yourself questions or processing things with a a friend or partner, the more that takes out these um, kind of stuck places that you do feel better. Yeah. And that's probably, in my opinion, the ultimate goal of why we're here, right? To unstuck ourselves and, and get into that. Like that's our opportunity here. So one of the big things, so we're going to do two things. We're going to try something a little bit different. You know, I've had, we've been doing the interview style podcast every Tuesday and it's been different um, guests coming on the show. And I think that's exciting, you know, getting to talk to different people each time. But on the same side, I feel like you don't always get as the person that's listening to know somebody really well. You know, I feel like it takes a few times of getting to hear them where you get to really know them and understand them and, and really grasp what they have to say. Because I know that when I would say a message when I first started my podcast or when you first listened to one of my episodes, it may not land as well as after you've heard me three or four times or something like that. So we're going to do an episode together all through April. So this will be on Tuesday, but we're going to have topics that we talk about and it's going to be just kind of a a different experience. I'm, I'm excited about that. And I wanted to say this before I played, you know, my wife's spot that she did, um, but if there's topics that, you know, in looking up Serena, which they'll, they'll have or I'll have the link to your website um, down below so people can check out her website. Um, also, if you were interested in doing a session, I can just put a link to that as well um, so you can check those out. But if there's like a subject matter, you know, maybe you don't feel like doing the session is right for you, but you just want to hear perspective on something, feel free to send me a message um, through email or Instagram. It's a great way. Or you can leave a message on this podcast. There's the comment section if you're on Spotify, where you can leave a comment, something you would like us to cover. We can definitely go into that, but we're going to play, or I'm going to play this part um, from my wife. Again, she's not someone that's used to speaking on a podcast or anything like that, but she was really looking forward to this experience. So she was willing to kind of talk about her headspace before, and then it'll do a quick cut and then it'll do her headspace after to how she was feeling after that. So we're going to play that real quick and then we'll be right back. All right. So this is actually a first having my wife with me on a podcast. I've talked about her a few times if you've been listening for a while. So then you might be familiar with her, um, but her name's Alicia. And this is kind of an interesting experience. And one of the things that I think was pretty brave of her to want to share kind of where she's at with her mindset, her just overall energy and why she wanted to have this experience and and test this therapy out. Hello. Um, Yes, I I have been dealing with depression um, pretty much my entire life, um, along with anxiety and ADHD. And I've been through therapy, many therapists, and exercising, changing my diet, different medications. It's just nothing's really working this time around. So 
it was kind of random that this became an opportunity to try. And so what I wanted to do, because I really believe in the work she does, is I wanted to do a sample kind of like me, where I tell you how I'm feeling before, and then go through the treatment, and then say how I'm feeling after. You know, the whole goal of this podcast is to help people, you know, build their positive mindset. And there's, I think, a lot of different ways to get there. And everybody's starting point is different. So that means the route you're going to have to take is possibly going to be different as well. And so if this is beneficial. That was the goal here. So that's what Alicia was saying was just, you know, where she's at, how she's feeling. And um, it's not just like someone that, well, I was sad and then I did this and I was happy, right? Correct. Um, at this point right now, um, what I've been experiencing is kind of like a paralyzing um, depression. And, you know, it's come after, of course, um, some big changes in my life. And I have felt just I've like I've hit my rock bottom um, that, and you know, I've had the suicidal thoughts, um, which are scary. And I'm, I'm just looking for some other way besides just medication and, um, you know, talk therapy to feel better. So the reason we wanted to do like me go through a session and then Alicia go through a session is because we're in very different positions with our mindset and our energy and how we feel. And so I didn't want to just show something that might be beneficial to somebody that is just going through life and, you know, feeling a certain type of way. I wanted to see if this treatment could work for someone that's, you know, just in a rut or somebody that is, you know, in a position where they have no excitement about their life and it's just scary to even think about going forward, you know, just to see how this could help. And of course, I want it to help as well for her, you know, and all the other things that she's trying. And so just to simplify it, since this is right before you're going to do your session, on a scale of one to 10, where would you say your your happiness or your uh, excitement for life meter would be? Meaning one, basically none, and 10 being you couldn't be more excited. I would say I'm probably at a two. Okay, so two. So we're going to go ahead and go through the experience, and then you're going to come right back and talk about how you're feeling and what that was like. All right, so you just went through the session with Serena, and now you're able to kind of talk about how you feel after. Yeah, so the session went really well. I came in feeling very um, weighed down, and um, we had talked a lot about how my depression makes me feel like each limb weighs 100 pounds. And afterwards, I felt this lightness that I hadn't felt before. And so, of course, that made me feel better instantly. Um, there was a lot of clarity on surrounding issues that we talked about. And I felt hopeful, um, looking forward to the future and knowing that someone understands me. So, you know, I did it as well. And so it was interesting kind of going through that experience. And it's a big thing to share, especially when you know, it was different for me when I did it. I just wanted to experience, you know, kind of that kind of energy slash therapy type of treatment. But for you, you know, you are actually trying to overcome something and kind of get through the depression and stuff. How was it different than 
a therapy session than you've, that you've done in the past? So most of the time in the past with a therapist, we only talk about surface subjects, topics. Um, it's usually just been a person to talk to about everyday things. And this was actually diving back into my childhood and any kind of trauma that was causing pain um, in my life today. And so it was just, it was, mo- it was a lot deeper. And it was getting to the root of the problem rather than just talking to someone. And it's great to talk to someone and have someone to talk to, but it's much more meaningful to have somebody reach back into the past and say, okay, this is where between this age and this age, this happened, and and this is what's causing you pain now. Let's see if we can heal and overcome that so you can move on and not just slap a Band-Aid on it and and continue on with life. So we're going to go back to the interview, the main interview, and I just wanted to do that segment so you could get a different understanding. This is such a unique experience. I've never done this with a guest that came on, you know, really tried out what, you know, what they can do, how they heal people. You know, this is a positive mindset podcast. So it's all about getting in that positive mindset. And so this was a unique experience. And so there's two things that I'm going to say, you know, if you're interested in one, if you have more questions, then of course you could message me on Instagram. But if you want to talk to my wife, she's a little bit more private than me, but I'm going to put her link in the Instagram as well. You can shoot her a message and ask her what it's like. You know, she is someone that is working through depression and it's, you know, she's experiencing life differently than I am. And so she has a different perspective on things. And sometimes it's good to talk to somebody. You know, I appreciate all the messages, you know, people looking for perspective and stuff, but sometimes it's good to send a message or talk to someone that might be going through something similar to what you're going through versus somebody that's offering advice. So I'm going to put her Instagram link in the description below as well. But with that, we're going to dive right back into the podcast. And we're back. So that was interesting. You know, I haven't done that before, but I'm thankful that she was willing to share that experience with, you know, what she went through. And, um, you know, not everybody is in those same shoes, but it's just different. You know, everybody has different things they want to work on. And so I, I was glad that she was willing to share that. I think that's part of your growth. If you've listen to this podcast for any amount of time. You know, I say that you want to learn something and then you want to give it away. That's like the, the two steps to growth. Like learning is the left foot, then giving away is the right foot. So that's how you can kind of move forward with your life. But um, Serena, I was going to kind of kick it over to you. If someone is listening to this right now and they're thinking, okay, I might benefit from something like this. Like, like who is that person? What, you know, what would you recommend for them to think about before they contacted you? If you're, if any of what I've said or what we've discussed like resonates with you, then feel free to go to my website, drserenasterling.com, and you can schedule a free 15 to 20 minute consult and we can, we can jump on a call and I can learn more about what's going on for you. And I feel like this, this kind of work just like, you know, I did with you yesterday, like you don't necessarily have to have a goal in mind if you just want to experience it, but it does help to have like something going on in your life where you're just like, oh, I just can't figure this out. Or like, oh, you know, I've had this like chronic shoulder injury and it never really got better. Or I woke up with back pain and like, I've gone through all these doctors and hasn't helped. Or even if you've gone through like the traditional therapy route, um, 
sometimes doing both helps. And sometimes like, you know, coming to me and just finding like where that thing is that you're stuck, unraveling that also helps. It just really gives you more clarity um, and lightness to move forward with your goals. Yeah, absolutely. So again, links for all that will be below. I'm really excited about this because I, I have never, this is like a first time for me having someone that I get to talk to multiple times in a row. <laughs> so, you know, you just get better communicating with somebody the more you know them. So it'll be really interesting. And if you like this style, if you think it's beneficial, it's kind of like a season, you know, each month through a different season from a different expert or someone that specializes in something. And getting their opinion on stuff versus just doing one episode with them. And then, you know, maybe never hearing about them again. Um, you know, let me know, because this is again, something that I'm doing for myself, of course, because I want to be able to give and it's that process. So if you enjoy it, then I would definitely want to do it. Well, thank you so much for listening, Serena. Thank you for coming on the podcast. I'm excited to have you over all of April um, to do that. Anything, any final words for everybody before we hop off? Um, I can't think of anything. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And um, thank you everyone for listening in and I can't wait to talk to you next time.